Yep. Welcome to the Parenting with Confidence podcast. I'm your host, Teresa Alexander Inman, parent coach. And today we have Mr. Jeff Christian. <laughs> a little bit about Mr. Christian. <laughs> Jeff founded a nonprofit organization and he um he worked as a, as a registered nurse for 30 sorry 29 years and has been um a high school college and professional basketball coach for 20 plus years. He has a few health challenges that have taken him away from the bedside and currently um Sorry, and currently focuses his energy on writing children's books, hosting life's essential ingredients podcast. And after team building, leadership training to schools, businesses, teams, churches, communities, and families, just looking to make a difference in someone's life, one slice at a time. I love that. So we're going to talk about slices today. <laughs> that, that and a whole bunch more we're gonna talk about the whole pizza awesome <laughs> well welcome jeff and i can't wait to talk about pizza with you yeah thank you so much Teresa, for having me on the show and uh it's an honor you are most welcome thank you for taking the time to be here yeah we did have an interesting situation before and i thank you for being you know flexible and cool about it <laughs> You have to be. I mean, your show's about parenting, and uh, I don't think anything ever works out the way we think it's going to be. Always the best laid plans are are great plans, and then they're great until they're not, you know. And so, learning to be flexible is is definitely a skill um, that is needed to be a great parent. Yes, certainly we have to be because then we teach our children flexibility. So, yeah. and you know, it's interesting. You said, when you said flexible, I thought of pizza dough. So you have me thinking all pizza. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's definitely, it's changed my life uh, since I started working with pizza. You know, the only thing I knew about pizza before I really got into it was that I loved to eat it. In uh, the last few years of really experimenting with it and learning more about it and learning to appreciate the art and science kind of of pizza making has really transformed my life. And so, uh, but I would definitely agree with you, you know, working the dough, uh, just like we were talking about being flexible, it's not going to work out like we like it's, it's fun. I work with different groups of people and people, if the group's small enough, they get the opportunity to kind of shape their pizza and everybody wants a perfect circle, but it rarely works out like that. Uh, and sometimes you think you're making a circle and it ends up looking like a flatbread or looks like a try anything, but what you thought it was going to be, uh, and learning to be okay, you know, with that part of our life of, Hey, let me just be flexible and kind of go with it. And at the end of the day, pizza is going to taste all the same. Uh, and so, yeah, so many cool life lessons, uh, come out, uh, for me of this pizza making process. That is so awesome. And how did that start for you? Why pizza? Like, you know, what, how did it all come together? Yeah, it's a long story, but I'll cut it down. We've been blessed to host uh, three and a half students through Rotary Youth Exchange. And we had the good fortune of going to visit three of them um, before COVID. And we went to France, Switzerland, and Italy. And I was just taken back 
by how the families celebrate each other around mealtime. And we've always had family meals, um, but it just took it to the whole next level for me because we eat to kind of get nourished and then to move on to the next thing. Um, and I'm generalizing here in the U.S., but over in Europe, they eat to kind of celebrate each other. And so their meals take like three, four, five hours where you're just sitting there having great conversations. And I said, ah, that's what I want. And then I was running my nonprofit doing team building and leadership development. Uh, and I just said, you know what, I want to do something different, you know, and, and kind of getting inspired from going to Italy and then just saying, you know what, I'm going to use pizza, the world's uh, number one favorite food. And I love it. Uh, and so I was just said, let me figure out how I can make this work. Uh, and that was kind of the, the start of it. That is amazing. I mean, just I, because I would never would have thought pizza. And um, I think that's pretty incredible. And you have a four-step process with this pizza, life-changing. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, I use pizza to help uh, myself, you know, and the people that I'm fortunate enough to serve uh, and help kind of figure out life. And so, you know, the, the first step in the process is feeding the starter. And the pizza that I make is sourdough, homemade hand-tossed uh, sourdough pizza, which is a lot more laborious because you have to feed the starter every day. And then I equate feeding the starter to nurturing your heart and soul. You know, what are you doing to nurture your best self on this one single day that we've been blessed to be given and how can I make sure I get the most out of that day? And what actions am I taking to nurture my heart and soul? So that's the kind of the first step of, of feeding a starter. Wow, that's really cool. That's, again, not something that I would have thought of, but it makes all the sense in the world because it all starts with taking care of ourselves. For sure. And then that's part of the, the nurse in me. You know, I was blessed to work as a nurse for 29 years, about half of those at a level one trauma center, uh, UC Davis Medical Center up in Sacramento, um, working in the trauma ICU, taking care of people that were in terrible accidents, shot, stabbed. And so I've been uh, surrounded by death. And when you're surrounded by death, you quickly learn to appreciate each day. But then you say, what can I do to kind of nurture, you know, for myself and to take care of myself? And definitely as a nurse, same thing for all the parents that are listening in, uh, you have to take care of number one, uh, even though it doesn't really make sense. Um, I think is that I have this young child that I'm responsible for and take care of, but uh, you have to take care of yourself in order to be that role model, provide great care uh, for your, your child. Uh, and so that's where the feed the starter piece, uh, the first step of the process comes in. Awesome. Great foundation. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And then step two. Yeah, it's, it's uh, kneading the dough, you know, so you feed the starter, you start to, uh, and there's so much other stuff that goes in when I do these trainings, they can be up to two full days of, training. So it's a long process. I'm leaving out so much stuff. Um, but really the kneading the dough is when the proteins start to come together uh, and lay, you use the word foundation, but really lay the foundation for kind of your life and, and 
to me, that's all about the relationships. You know, when, when people start to come together, proteins start to come together and you create that bond uh, that is the foundation, which is how we've evolved as a species of just seeking out each other. Um, and so, yeah, you help people learn what does that mean? You know, uh, a positive relationship, you talk about trust, uh, you talk about uh, building your character, depending on if I'm working with youth or uh, older groups of people. Uh, and so I think really the uh, go back to your word, the, the need in the dough is really the foundation for kind of, again, how we've evolved and how we live each and every day. Wow. That's awesome. And how do, when you first introduce your process, and we'll go back to the rest of the steps, but when you first introduce your process, how do people receive that? Uh, well, definitely like the feed the starter just makes so much sense, especially unfortunately with COVID. Uh, I think people were able to slow life down for a little bit uh, and look at things from a different perspective and to perhaps do things for themselves that they weren't able to do before because everybody was, you know, isolated. And so they started to, to garden or they started to pull, you know, use an instrument of something that they've always wanted to play and or to exercise more and take care of themselves. So, and then definitely, like I said, from the nursing perspective of, you know, taking care of yourself. So it makes sense when you say feed the starter is really hey, taking care of yourself, nurturing your heart and soul. And uh, yeah, people, it, it resonates with them for sure. Awesome. Yeah. Cause, and that's the thing. Cause I think too, people try to complicate things a lot and that is just so simple and basic. It just, which I believe is why it resonates with people, but I was just wondering, you know, how that, you know, how it was received. So very cool. Yeah. And it's, and it's fun. There's again, it's a tricky, I'm trying to go through all my thoughts in my head because I'm leaving out like 99% of, of, the aspects that go into when I'm doing the trainings and working with different groups. Uh, and then, like I said, the longer groups, we start with feeding the starter. So they're actually getting their hands dirty, learning how to, to add all the ingredients and to add the, the starter to the flour and the water and the olive oil. And, and so uh, it's just a, a lot of fun to allow people. And I think one of the things, you know, as a parent, not to mix things up and I have two daughters, my daughters are 25 and 27 now. Um, but just the aspect of play, you know, and that's what I love too about this pizza is, you know, my life was pretty, I don't like using the word busy, but I had a lot going on, uh, until my health challenges kind of slowed me down a little bit. But this pizza making process has really allowed me to just slow down and just play, you know, and that would be one other tip that I would share with uh, any parent that might be listening of you're just wondering one thing, hey, what's one thing you can do one thing that you can take out of this episode, well, just get out and go play with your kids, whatever that is kicking a ball around, throwing the frisbee going on a walk, jumping rope, dancing, singing, but just get out and play. Uh, and that's something that uh, I think we can all just do a better job of. Oh, certainly, certainly. You know, I remember uh, last week I called a family to schedule an appointment to work with them. And mom was like, oh, sorry, I didn't hear the phone. I was dancing with the kids. I was like, oh my gosh, that was so amazing. <laughs> you know, I said, oh, listen, I won't be long because I want you to go back and dance. Because, you know, nothing <laughs> can equate to that joy that you feel when you're doing something fun with your child. Or child. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. That is awesome. So you actually do make pizza 
when you're working with your clients? Yeah. For the longer, the longer sessions. Uh, yeah. Cause that's a big part of it is just the tactile, you know, and engaging in this multi-sensory experience, you know, when you start smelling, you know, the wood, uh, cooking and, uh, bringing up all the other pizzas that I've already cooked, you know, from other groups that first like hit of the fire. And it just, it's crazy. You, you mix in fire and food and it, it really takes people somewhere else in their mind uh, and allows them to kind of just be at peace. Uh, and then, yeah, they get to make their own pizza. Um, yeah. And it's fun. You know, not a lot of people have had the opportunity to come to the table uh, and get creative, you know, and make their own pizza. And then it's, uh, I think everything tastes so much better uh, when you have your hands uh, in making it. Yeah, so true. And, you know, there are studies that show when children have a hand in making the food that, you know, their meals, they're more likely to eat it. So just thought I'd throw that in there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'll add one other thing to that. You know, it's fun. You know, a lot of schools are using my first book, We Rise Together. And then the second book, Lucy's Secret Sauce, is coming out here shortly. But we've been talking about feeding the starter. And so a lot of the schools... um, participate in this feed the starter challenge, uh, which is basically, Hey, pick, pick one thing that you want to do to nurture your heart and soul. Uh, and so maybe you want to be a better reader, you know, maybe you want to be better in math. And so I'm going to do three extra math problems a day, or I'm going to read five extra pages. And then to tie this back into you talking about the kids, the families also get to do the feed the starter challenge. And one of the top indicators for student success, one of the top is frequency of family meals. And so having, like you said, when the kids get to help make the food, they're going to eat more of it. Well, also it's going to create space for the families to just sit and listen to each other and allow the kids to kind of share what's going on and the parents to uh, create that space and for them to share with their kids. And one of the best things we could do, decrease uh, in depression, decrease in anxiety, uh, decrease in obesity, increase in academic performance, uh, increase in just social well-being and them getting along with their classmates uh, and family. Uh, and so the challenge that we throw out to the families, and we try and keep it simple, just have four meals per week for four weeks. And it could be breakfast, lunch, or dinner, because we know people got a lot going on. Um, but do that and then reach out uh, to us and let us know the changes that you saw within your family. And then the schools that are working with our nonprofit, we come back after the challenge, the parents that were able to achieve the challenge and we celebrate and party with some pizza. And it's so cool. Cause then the families come, they bring their favorite board game, bring their favorite book, uh, blanket, uh, and everybody just gets to build community, uh, around that space. And then they all get to share, kind of what they did uh, and what changes they saw uh, throughout the challenge. So a lot of fun, but I'm talking too much now. No, you're not. Listen, this is all about you sharing, sir. So mm. not at all. And I, there was a study that um, I heard about because my church did a dinner table thing. You know, they actually gave away a dinner table, this church I went to in the past. And the pastor talked about, the fact that there's also a reduction in crime when and drug use when families eat together. And I thought, wow, that was fascinating. 
Yep, and that's true. Yeah, decrease in high risk behavior. Yeah, so premarital sex. Yeah, I mean, so much. There's just so many benefits to it, you know. And it's just, can we slow down to make sure we achieve those as as a family unit? So, yeah, that's great. Yeah, and if other countries can do it, why not us? Yeah, when Spain's the highest, Spain is about. Uh, I think they're about eighty-seven percent of families have four or more meals uh, per week together. Um, and I have a daughter that lives in Spain. That's why I'm pretty familiar with it. And uh, they have what's called descanso over there from two to five o'clock. Everything shuts down. People go take a little siesta. Uh, families will go back and then they'll have dinner uh, as a family unit. Uh, yeah, all the way up till about midnight. <laughs> they're, they're stay up late over there, but they, they spend the time to just be there together and celebrate each other. That, we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. You keep doing what you're doing and we will. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Encircle the world. Um, <laughs> so now let's go to step three of your process. Yeah. And that's just adding, you know, the sauce and your toppings, you know, and I would equate that to the work that I'm doing with uh, families, even with youth of like, what, what are those values that are your, you know, not to mix in my podcast, but are your life's essential ingredients, you know? And so those are the ingredients that you're putting on your pizza. So what does, you know, if you like pepperoni, well, what, what value does that represent? You know? Uh, and so, so many times I think, uh, life can get busy and we have ingredients that are on our pizza. They're like really good and we like them. Um, uh, the values that we've been blessed to, uh, have been raised in a family that, uh, was value driven. Uh, and then on the flip side, maybe there's some ingredients that we don't like that are on our pizza, so to say in our life, so to say that have been there for a long time. And can we catch ourselves? kind of being ourselves and say, Hey, you know what? I don't need that in my life. It might've served uh, a purpose at some point, but that ingredient is no longer needed because I've evolved. I've changed, I've transformed. Uh, and so helping people just kind of help themselves. Uh, and maybe they take an ingredient off, uh, and maybe they add an ingredient, um, but focusing on what are the values that are going to allow you to kind of live your best life, whatever that means for each person, you know, and it's different for everybody. Wow. Pretty awesome. Love it. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun work. It's like going to church, you know, for me when, when I get to work with people, cause you see, again, you just take the food that they've eaten so many times before. And I, I use the word multi-sensory experience. You, you just get to see everything going so much deeper um, and when you can see that happen, that transformation happen right in front of you, it's, yeah, it's, it's an honor to be part of that. That is so cool. And, um, thank you for saying that because, you know, people always say, oh, you do such great work, but Hey, it's an honor to be able to do what we do. Right. Oh yeah. It's, it's, this is what I do is this is going to sound a little bit, I don't know what naive, ignorant, but, uh, it's so much bigger than me. You know, it really has nothing to do with me and, and 
that's why I, I get goosebumps saying that, but yeah, it's an honor to just, you know, have people come to the table to share space, uh, with them, uh, even if it's just for one day, one meal, um, but learning to kind of capture that time and take some ingredients from the people that I'm blessed to serve and have that kind of into my life's recipe. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's fun. Right. And it is definitely a give and take, um, process, isn't it? You know, because people always think, oh, you're always giving, giving, giving. No, um, I get so much more than I give. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Gandhi has a, a great quote uh, that I love. The best way to find yourself is to lose yourself in the service of others. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just keeping life simple. And uh, I think uh, the older I get, the more I realize that I need to stay in that space because then you can focus on what's truly essential and not get so distracted by the things that perhaps don't, don't have any space on your pizza. Very cool. And the final step. Yeah. Cook, cooking that baby. So making sure you did uh, everything uh, that you could do to, to get uh, the temperature right. And all that's all the preparation and everything that goes into kind of having a meal to get ready to cook uh, and then celebrate. Uh, definitely uh, celebrate what you created, what you put into that, your your values, the relationships that you're building through that, uh, you learning how to nurture your heart and soul. Um, and then, yeah, celebrate. And what's cool working with groups too, uh, we have like if you and I were partnered up and making our pizza I can't eat a slice of mine until you try a slice of mine and then I got to try a slice of yours and so learning how to celebrate you know differences and diversity and and maybe trying something that uh, you thought you didn't like but hey I'm gonna I'm gonna try it because Teresa likes it and you're my partner so I'm I'm gonna see what uh, life looks like from you and then just the conversations that happen from sharing that space again, because you're going to tell me as we're, you know, sharing bread and breaking bread together, you're going to tell me what your values are, uh, your ingredients, uh, and then I'm going to get to taste those and you're going to get to taste mine. And so it's just, uh, it's fun, uh, fun work to do. Awesome. So is that where the idea for the book, We Rise Together came? Like from that journey um, that- you know, having taste the others and, you know, just again, just everything that you just talked about just now. Just that's a loaded, loaded question that comes from. So you can see my hat here is C4. So the nonprofit is called C4 Leaders. Mm-hmm. And that um, diversity piece comes from my consistency definition. And my, I have two things that I say about consistency and how I define it. One is BTA. You got to bust that boom, a dot, dot, if you want to be good at something, you know, it's uh, being a parent. Yeah. It's uh, one of the hardest jobs, if not the hardest job out there and knowing that that's going to come with the price tag. Uh, and it is uh, so much hard work, but then on the, the other side of consistency, I mean, to consistently challenge your thoughts and perspectives to the point of vulnerability. And I think when we can get into that space, that's when you can truly just kind of step out and just own who you are and owning that I'm not perfect, that I'm going to make mistakes. And that allows me to see things from other, other perspectives and realize, Hey, 
I can, I can be influenced in the best possible way by a bunch of different people. And that's to me, how you truly empower yourself and others. Uh, and so to try and tie that back into the pizza stuff. Yeah. In my mind, you know, cause C4 came before this pizza making process. Um, but yeah, I've just kind of blended them, uh, together. Cause in my mind, it just makes so much sense. Yeah, I see that. And yeah. And then, um, rising together, cause it's about diversity and accepting others. For sure. Yeah, definitely. We, we rise together. And I think, uh, again, one program I'll, I'll, you know, jump to the end here next month, I'm doing a program with Watsonville police department. And one vision that I have is to take some challenging parts of the community that, uh, don't get along well with the police whose job is to protect and serve. And I had two brothers that were police officers in, in San Jose police department, um, is to take the, the parts of the community that perhaps don't see eye to eye and have them come to the table. And just like I talked to you and I are going to be sharing space at the table, making our pizza. Well, now there might be someone that historically hasn't cared for the police, uh, and what they do. Uh, and they're going to be partnered up with a police officer, uh, standing at the same table and going over the values that they each have and that they each bring and then making their pizza and then going and eating their pizza together and sharing their slice. And I think when we can do that, I'm so excited, but I think when we can do that, we're going to realize that we're more alike than we are different. And if we can do that, and that just means that, well, now we learn to appreciate, you know, uh, things that might be on the surface look so different, but deep down, uh, you realize, no way, we're, we're so much more the same. And then that's how you start to build the relationships uh, and, and bring in kind of not to sound too corny, but have all people rise together. That is so cool and so important, uh, especially today, you know, in today's day and age, um, that is so important. That is vital, you know, great starter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And um, so that was your first book, right? We, write, we Rise Together is yep. your book, okay, of the Pizza Day series. And the second one is um, Lucy's Secret, Secret Sauce. Is that the other one? Yeah, that one comes out uh, June 23rd. Uh, and it's available now on, on pizzadays.org. Again, it's a part of a nonprofit uh, that um, I, I and my family and a bunch of community members uh, run. We're all volunteers. Uh, 100% of the money goes towards a nonprofit. I don't take a penny of, of anything that I do. Uh, it just all, all goes back to the nonprofit and the pizza truck and buying books and giving them out and so on and so forth. Uh, but yeah, the second book, and I'm writing five total. The second one is uh, Lucy's Secret Sauce. I'm really excited. Lucy was my second boxer. And uh, she ends up being a therapy dog. You like this for Mrs. Rock's fourth grade class. And just is a huge part of the class and uh, brings uh, so much love. You know, her secret sauce is that she just loves everybody. And then in loving everybody, she allows the students in Mrs. Rock's fourth grade class to identify and develop and then share their secret sauce. You know, and everybody has their secret sauce. It's just, can we help each other bring it out? 
Uh, and it just kind of goes back to what we were talking about before, even just you and I back to that example of having pizza. And maybe I try and do a great job listening to you and give you some encouragement. And that's all you needed. Uh, your secret sauce, it's already sitting inside you. It's waiting to come out. But can you, you know, get a little bit of help to bring it out? Can you get out of your own way to bring it out? And Lucy in this story ends up being uh, the dog in this case to help the students bring out their secret sauce. So really cute, cute story. Awesome. And animals have such a great way of doing that, though. <laughs> Oh yeah. Yeah. I worked as a, as a college nurse at Sacramento city college and Wendy, the other nurse that I worked with had her therapy dog, Sadie. And I, there's 22,000 students, very diverse campus, a, an incredible institution. I love my time there. And Sadie was our therapy dog. And I was just shocked at the impact that she would have on students and staffs life of when they're coming in struggling, you know, anxiety attack, just depressed, sad, uh, and just sit there and just pet Sadie and how they would leave after about 20 minutes, just feeling so much better uh, about uh, life. Yeah, powerful, powerful. Yes. And I mean, coming from a person who is not a dog person, and now I have two, I can tell you that <laughs> days when if I just hug them, I just feel like everything just melt away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's uh, it's incredible what dogs can do, do for us and, and humans. Yes, you know, if we just give each other the chance. So true. And too often we give pets more of a chance than we do humans, which is. Mm. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So very cool. Now, sir, if there's one thing you want people to leave this moment with, what would that be? Kind of just what I just shared that they, have their secret sauce, so to say, just sitting there kind of bubbling uh, inside them. And can they maybe take a step back after listening to this and say, well, what are my essential ingredients? What are my toppings uh, in my life, the values of what I stand for? And do those values put me in a position to share my secret sauce? Because the world needs you. The world needs your secret sauce. And the sooner we can start to develop that and evolve it and, and figure out what it is and then share it, uh, the better this world is going to be one slice at a time. Awesome. I love that. <laughs> and how can people get hold of you, Mr. Jeff? Yeah, I think the best way is just through the, the Pizza Days site. And it's just P-I-Z-Z-A-D-A-Y-S. Uh, dot org. Again, we're a nonprofit based in Northern California, do work all over the state, uh, and we'll be going uh, all over the country uh, shortly. A really cool um, program that I'm starting next month called uh, Rise to Celebrate Life, where we're picking one person in each state, and we're just going to love on them, and we're just going to celebrate them um, while they're still alive uh, and have them get some encouragement from their family and friends and share their secret sauce uh, and give them the strength when they need it. Um, and so we're going to be going one person uh, in each state. I'm um, starting it uh, next month. 
Um, so yeah, they can keep uh, an eye out for that. Uh, and then on Instagram, I'm not a, a big social media guy, but at C the letter for the number not spelled out leaders, L E A D E R S. Um, yeah. For the, for the Instagram. Awesome. Jeff, thank you so much for being here. I have never had so much fun talking about pizza ever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I really enjoyed our chat and, um, to our listeners, thank you so much for listening to our podcast on Spotify and wherever you listen to your favorite podcast, Parent with Confidence.